Howdy! Here is Bonnie, your podcast host. Before we dive into this episode, I want to introduce you to my heartfelt and transformative novel, It Was Hair. Dive into the captivating story of Harrison Selig, a 41-year-old divorced man navigating the complexities of love, loss and self-discovery. In this beautifully crafted tale, Harrison's journey of rebuilding his life after a devastating divorce unfolds with raw emotion and unexpected twists. Join him as he grapples with his past, embraces the present and embarks on a path to rediscover true love. But that's not all. Immerse yourself further in the world of it was here with our exclusive merchandise. We have a range of stunning postcards, posters and stickers inspired by the novel, allowing you to carry a piece of this extraordinary story wherever you go. Side note here, there is an offer box available and there you get everything. There you get a signed hardback copy and all of the merch. So yeah, listeners, get ready to be captivated by Iwasir and its compelling exploration of love, forgiveness and the beauty of second chances. Don't miss out on this remarkable journey that will leave you feeling inspired and touched. To get your hands on the book or the author books and of course our fabulous merchandise, visit the website at thecrylaunch.com or it's also linked in the bio. Discover a story that will stay with you long after you've turned the final page. I promise. Get your copy of It Was Here today. another episode of Bonnie's Legends. Welcome to another episode of our music, like exclusively for music. Um, wait, what? <laughs> this is what comes when you haven't um, recorded an intro for a very long time. Um, welcome to my music sh- section or pretty new music where I'm interviewing every Saturday a new art... Um, on artists about the new single now we've got it and yes so um this is my attempt to stay consistent again i've been gone for a while and then i tried to come back very slowly last december and i'm very excited to announce that i have now time and passion again to come back fully to this podcast so please hold me accountable for this (laughs) 
Today's episode features today's episode features Ginger Rod- Rodriguez. Um, um, I apologize first and foremost um, that I pronounce all Spanish words in this episode wrong. Um, I have to say, I mentioned here that I have a Spanish trip coming up. Uh, very funny that I have now one coming up again. I'm going to Barcelona again. Um, and last time I was hoping that maybe my Spanish will be will be better when I'm coming back. But I have to say, um, I'm sorry. No, not really. I, I, uh, I'm very bad at Spanish. Anyway, um, so we have Ginger Rodriguez the first today and uh, we're talking about her new single well yeah one and a half it's one and a half months ago she um she released her new single called la rosa de guadalupe yay and i am i really i was really excited for this single because i really loved the previous single she released called leo and i i just love her music um i love her music since i discovered her album melancholia and crying in a cool way was it's a banger and um yeah i was really excited for la should we try it again yeah uh la rosa la rosa de guadalupe i was very excited for it and um uh i felt really honored when she gave me the soundtrack like the soundcloud link to listen to it before everyone else um thank you and yeah she's she's an icon she's a legend she is the moment is this what he's saying no i I, she is a legend and she's so talented and really if you like madonna charlie xx or prince she's all of them merged as ginger rodriguez she she really is so I don't want to, I don't want to say, I have said enough. Um, so I hope you really enjoy this episode and, um, yes, check out my novel. <laughs> check out my novel, the ad I recorded very last minute here. Um, I hope you liked it and check out my novel. It's called It Was Here. It's a pretty beautiful story and I hope you have fun listening to my conversation with Ginger. We talked, we talked about everything we started talking about her singer and then we just went off topic so many times and i really love talking to her and um also oh um i may be announcing something in here that i did not i did not think i would so soon so you definitely have to listen to it now and also she announces um her new album she announces the name and the theme you should definitely stay on. So have fun listening to this. Stream Ginger's music and support indie artists as always. Bye. Well, not bye, but like, <laughs> have fun listening to this. Howdy, I have Ginger here. <laughs> Hello, it is me. <laughs> yes. So uh, we have Ginger Rodriguez here on the podcast <laughs> yes uh, how do y'all uh, yeah it's such an embarrassment that i cannot like 
I can't speak Spanish. Like the original, like your last name is Spanish, right? So it's like, because my brother is living in Spain and I have absolutely no skills in Spanish. Honestly, it is okay. Like I, it's very sad, honestly. Like I am Mexican-American, but like I am yeah. not even very fluent. And like I, I spoke more Spanish as a kid than I do now because like I, because I've, I've lost it and I honestly, yeah. I want to learn. I, I think I'm going to try and like get back into it um, and re-immerse myself in my culture a bit more. That's honestly why I've been like writing more songs um, mm -hmm. with more Spanish lyrics and like more um, like Latin like grooves in my music. Um, but it is okay. Uh, <laughs> I literally do not shame anybody. And I think um, I honestly just appreciate it that people like will try like something um, like out of their comfort zone, um, whether it be like new music that they don't traditionally like listen to or, or like even um, like speaking a new language or anything. Like I think like appreciating different cultures is like a really cool thing. So yeah. no worries. <laughs> okay. Do you want to do the Bonnie's Lessons check? Oh, okay. Wait, <laughs> what is this? I actually don't know what this is. <laughs> this is like, um, this is basically a game where I ask you five questions, which I ask everyone else. And <laughs> it's just basic, simple questions to get to know you better. Perfect. I am ready. And they're like icebergers also a bit. So, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the first question, what's your name? <laughs> My name is Ginger Rodriguez. Um, Nice. That's my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. When's your birthday? My birthday is April 7th. I am an Aries. Who's your legend? This is such a hard question because there are so many people I can think of. And I will say I am thinking of like an art, like artists that have like shaped me in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I will say... This is hard. You know, I was, I'm going to say it. I can't, I'm just going to say it. No, I don't know. Bonnie, this is hard. Just one person. Well, you know, I did a podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> so you can also like drop multiple ones. Like if you cannot narrow it down. Okay. Because I just have to... There's just so many different people who have shaped me. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I think, like, I would just say, like, um, like David Bowie or Prince or Elton John, like, the, like glam rockers for sure. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, like, but, the, the, but then also, like, Madonna or um, Diana Ross, um, Tina Turner, um, Donna Summer, like, Whitney Houston. Um, Lady Gaga, um, like yeah. so, even now, like there's just there's so many like wonderful artists out there that like still inspire me. Like Janelle Monae, like I have so many people I can name. Like honestly, like it's such a hard question for me because I'm just so inspired like all the time um, by so many so many artists and so many people out there. Um, and those are just those are just like musicians. Like I can yeah. I I'm, I'm inspired by like actors. I'm inspired by philanthropist i'm inspired by like everybody like i i literally last night i met um this man um 
he he just lived on um, the side of the road and I was just talking to him and he was telling me about his life in Austin. And he was like, yeah, I've been here since like 1976, uh, uh, he said. And he said he came here uh, for the music. Um, and we have an artist called Willie Nelson, who's famous for being an Austinite. Um, he said, yeah, I, I came here and I saw Willie Nelson. And um, he told wow. me about all the music artists he saw. And like, even him, he inspired me because I think it's just so cool. Like, I love getting to hear people's stories and I love learning about the culture and I love how um, I just love, just love, I just love learning. I, I love, I like, yeah. Everyone, every, I feel like everybody's stories have shaped me and um, everybody's art has shaped me. And um, yeah, yeah, it's really hard, but I, I feel like glam rock, like Prince, David Bowie, Elton John. Um, I'll give it to them. I'll say those are my legends. I'll give it yeah. to them. But oh, I have, but I have like so many other, um, other, other people as well. They're good. They're yeah. good. They're gonna love yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> when you like name drop David Bowie, I I just wanted to clap. I was like, <laughs> yeah, David Bowie is. Yeah, and yeah. like literally, like his guitarist, like. I don't know if you know who Niall Rogers is, but Niall Rogers like was I literally yeah, gu- the guitarist for like all of these people. So honestly, yes. he's like a legend as well. Because I was like, I've learned like all of these people's songs, and I was just like, I was learning like how to play the guitar riffs and everything. I was like, this is just all Niall Rogers, and I was like, this man was and busy. Good for him. Yes, uh, but yeah, I would love to learn from that. Also, Niall Rogers. I think he's on TikTok now, which also good for him. Um, really? I didn't yeah. See that. <laughs> there are a lot of, um, when I, like, Rolling Stone, like, when the Rolling Stones, like, when they said they're coming on TikTok, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for them. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But that was, like, my reaction when I was like, damn it, boy. <laughs> Yeah, basically ask you the same thing because I know you've had this podcast for a while now and so I I know you've probably have said multiple people but I guess currently who who is your legend yeah so (laughs) my mom asked me this question because when I started this podcast she was like well what is your answer to this and like yeah you can interview multiple people but like who is your legend and it was a tough it was a tough it was a tough decision but I actually narrowed it down to one person and I, it's, it's Roy Orbison. It's, it's the musician, it's the artist I called myself after too. So it's like, he's just, he was a genius, you know? So, um, yeah, I actually did also like, <laughs> did a, we did an English class. We did the Southern States of America oh. and we had to do presentations on something that was like, you know, from the Southern States. And I chose Roy Orbison and I was just like giving a 50 minute presentation of like why like he shaped like songwriting, like the music industry so in so many ways. And like um at the end I I dropped it. I was like he was like so influential that even artists call <laughs> calling himself like calling themselves after him, like Roy Black, who is a, who was a German uh, singer he's he he died around the same time like Roy Orbison but he was like at the same time like oh, Roy Orbison he called himself after Roy so yeah like, and and then I was like and Bonnie Orbison <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. yeah that's very yeah. sweet 
sweet. Oh, thank yeah. you for sharing that with me. Yeah, Honestly, you're welcome. Wow. Thank you for asking me. No one yes. ever asked me this. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, my mom was like literally. She was like asking me this, and she was like, "It's fine. It's if it's not me, and it's your brother." Because my brother is like so influential, and I was like, "Well, actually, it's none of you. Like, it's neither. <laughs> it's neither." <laughs> yeah, that was an awkward moment, but um, she got over it. I mean, she already knew she would not be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I love yeah. my family, but they're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I love my family, but I love listening to Dave Bowie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry to them, but did they make Let's Dance. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, next question is what? <laughs> this is gonna be such a hard question too. But like, oh. what is? <laughs> um, if you had to choose a song, like, what is your theme song for your current life chapter? <laughs> My current life chapter. You know what? Let me see. I have a playlist right now of things I'm listening to. Nice. Um, I feel like right now I'm I'm in a place where I'm like feeling I'm not in I don't have a partner, but I am feeling in love. Um, yes, I get um, that. I feel like Abba's "Lay All Your Love on Me" is like my song right now. <laughs> Ooh, I love this. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, so such a good song. <laughs> yes, that is that is my song right now. Um, I wish I had more of an explanation. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that's just that's just me. I I will say um, I have been kind of obsessing over uh, Pedro Pascal um, a little bit <laughs> yeah. too much, and I'm hoping somehow he will fall in love with me. But if he doesn't, it's his loss. So, oh, well. Yeah. Well, let's, you know, it's better than like, I don't know, crushing over dead rock stars from the yeah. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> what I always catch myself to do. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, totally get it. Yeah. Next question is also uh, music related. What's the okay. song that just takes your breath away by how good it is every time you listen to it? Oh, uh, go back and I have to go back to my playlist. <laughs> Let me see. Yes. Um, there are so many good songs. I feel like even just staying with ABBA, ABBA, so many good songs. Like, I didn't realize how, like, honestly, their discography is quite small, if you think about it. But they yeah. just have hit after hit after hit. Um, so it's just amazing. Um, you know what I'm going to say, actually? I am going to say... I've said this song before when people have asked me. I am going to say Gone by Charlie XCX and Christina and the Queens yes <laughs> i when that song first came out like i just fell in love and especially like that breakdown in the bridge like it's yeah. so fun it's so cool it hits so hard and like in the music video and even when they performed it live you can see chris and charlie like 
dance and have lots of fun. And like, that's exactly what I do. Like I, I am not a great dancer, but like, I just, I'm flailing my limbs. I am just having a great time. Um, And I I just, I really do love that song. I believe AG cook did that breakdown and also produced the song. Um, And I, I think it's, I think it's one of the best pop songs um, made, honestly, um, this century. And maybe that's a big, that's a big statement yeah. to make, but I feel like personally, I think it is. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a big, yeah. That that's the song I choose. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> this goes out to Charlie XCX. Yeah. Yes, Charlie XCX, yeah. Between and the Queens. This goes out to you. <laughs> Today we're here to talk about your upcoming single. Well, for the listener, it's the new single. <laughs> Yes, yes. The song is called La Rosa de Guadalupe. Before we go straight into that, I wanted to ask you, like, I wanted to ask you if you can, like, introduce yourself a bit, tell me about your journey so far as an artist, what you released. Of course. Um, So, yeah, uh, once again, my name is Ginger Rodriguez, and um, I have been making music since I was about, like, 13, 14 years old, and I honestly just started... um, like producing music like through GarageBand once I got a laptop um yeah exactly and um I just produced stuff and put it on SoundCloud and YouTube and like would share it with like my friends um and like recorded like my original music um and I started performing live at like 16 years old and I would play bars and like clubs and stuff and um my parents had to come with me because I wasn't allowed to be there and um they would the like venue would make me have to wear like x's on my hands so everyone knew I was a minor (laughs) so no one would serve me alcohol (laughs) um but yeah um so yeah I've been doing this for a very long time now I'm now 21 about to be 22 in April um and so it's been a long time coming and I'm currently working on my my third album titled pop cult and um this album's about uh basically like fame and religion and like I-, I guess the religious aspects of celebrity culture and pop culture and sort of how Ooh. we kind of worship celebrities in a way uh, so that's sort of like coming into play and you like I feel like this song really sort of sets that up uh well and um that's a yeah that's a bit about me <laughs> yeah. yeah I have to say to that though I I think we I've been following you since the sophomore album yes you have yeah um, I, I remember listening to it when it like came out yes that was this that was my song that was oh that was my album melancholy that was yes. that came out when I was 19 years old and I that was that was a moment for me like I was going through it I will say um, cause I, um, I wrote that like at the end stages of like near the end of like my high school years and like early, early, like beginning, I was starting u- university. Um, and, um, it was, I was just very emo, very emotional, um, going through it. Um, but I, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I wrote that album and it was my like first time, um, working with um some management and so they had helped me like reach out to like different publications um and like 
helped me learn how to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, very grateful to them, um, Lily and Steph, uh, for helping me learn how to do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been yeah I've been doing this for a long time now, and I'm I'm really grateful. And I know I know that there are some people out there who are like, oh, you you're about to make your third album already, and you're not like famous. Oh. But I feel like for me, it's just like it's really not about that. It's yes. like it's just something I've been it's just something I love doing. Um Yeah. And exactly. like Yeah. So yeah. Like I'm I'm just proud to be making like like something I like I love and like it's really not about like the accolades or the awards yes. or anything. So I'm I'm just happy to be here and um I'm really excited about this next album and I'm really excited about this song. Even with this album, like I think I had like a preconceived idea. I will be honest, like like I like I was really young and I'm sure you also had these expectations for yourself mm. as a really young person yeah. as to like where you would be in your career because I would I thought like you know by like second album third album like I would maybe have like some sort of record deal or something because I was like that's how the industry works right no yeah um but so I was like I because I was saving this album I've had this idea since I was um I think since 20. 13 I've had this idea since 2013 and I was like I wanted to save it because I was like I want to save this for when I have a label for when I have money so I can execute it well but then I released my first album I released my second album and then I was like I kind of just realized it's this album is never going to be made like if if like I can't wait for anybody else, you know. Yeah. And so I was like, I have to just make this album. So, yeah. I that's also why I'm really I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. Should. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I I know you can relate because I'm I'm sure I feel like our process is like very much very like very similar. Um, yeah. But but yeah. So very excited about this and I'm also very excited about this song because um even though I don't have the biggest budget in the world like I did work with another producer on this song um he goes by the name Dibs um and he has worked on the song Roses um with Carly Rae Jepsen and the song Soap by Melanie Martinez and like Mm. with that um kind of like discography I'm like, okay, wow, like, this makes like, yeah. me so more confident in myself, um, especially, like, with his feedback, and um, he was just so kind and um, so supportive of me, and he was like, this is the best thing I've worked on in such a long time, and I was like, that yeah. that was, I honestly cried, like, I cried yeah. when I heard that, because I was like, I literally, I I feel I like even though I'm I'm a grown woman, I still feel like a kid sometimes, especially in this yeah. industry. And I still feel like I'm navigating my ways um, yeah. sometimes. And I was just kind of like, oh wow, like I, I'm I'm in the I'm heading in the right direction. Um, yeah. So and yeah, he was also one. He was also one of the people who who was like, you need to go to L.A. You need to start taking meetings. You need to start doing sessions. Um, and I was like, okay, <laughs> fine, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, That's very, cool. thank you. Yeah, I'm very proud of this song. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which question I'm going to ask next. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about what the song's about? What inspired the track? Yeah. So, 
because the album because i already knew the concept for the yes. album i wanted to write like a song um that introduced this character that sort of reflects me but is not entirely me because i will say like it is sort of satire like i don't want to be mistaken as the character i'm writing about because it oh. is it's not <laughs> exactly like it's not I exactly exactly yeah. yeah i feel exactly <laughs> yeah um yeah so I do want to put that out there, like, because there are some things I write in this album where I just don't want people to, like, misconstrue. Like, that's mm. not me. Like, this this is coming from a different point of view, like a different character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I just, it just, it really is a, is a song to, like, set the scene for the album. Um, and something that I do, um, granted, this is only my third album, but something that I, I, I've done before and I think I might continue to do um, is that when I first start off an album, I like to uh, use elements from the last song of the last album and like transition them into the first song of the, the album I'm on. And so for that, for Melancholy, for the album Melancholy, the American Dream ended with some ended with basically what was my song limelight transitioning into um the soundscape of the american dream which sort of reflected what the album melancholy was going to be about and in my song la rosa de guadalupe um you can hear elements of my song um daylight like and then it sort of hit then the beat hits and then it's like whoa we're in a whole new universe now um nice. so love that <laughs> Yes, I'm very I I'm very excited for you to hear it. Uh, I will be sure to send you a link actually before the song comes out because uh, yeah. <laughs> um, excited for you to hear it. Um, but yeah, so it, it's yeah. one of those songs that sets the scene. But even if you don't listen to the whole album, um, or if you're a new listener and you don't even know who I am, like I think you will still enjoy still enjoy the song. Um, and I think it's like a good blend of like. Um, still like alternative pop, but like still Latin influences because I know that when I I released my last song Leo, that was like fully in Spanish. That was something I really wanted to do, and I'm so glad I did it. But something I realized is that um, even though I know a lot of a lot more English speaking publications want to be more inclusive um, and include more um, like diverse music um, in their like uh, press and like publications I feel like it is more difficult for them to do that when it comes to like languages they don't know which is understandable so it was really hard like even reaching out to like the indie publications who I've worked with in the past because they didn't Mm. really understand it and didn't think their audience would understand it and like also like um, Spanish-speaking publications didn't really want to work with it either um, for various reasons whether it be I'm just not known enough. And so they only want to cover like the bigger artists or, um, no, yeah. Or yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just like not a very traditional song for many reasons, because I've I've shown it to people before. It's, it's a very, it's not traditional. It's not traditional. Like, like sound wise, like sonically, like I can't really group it in a Latin, like a specific Latin genre. Mm-hmm. And okay. also 
um, lyrically, like it does discuss like my love because I do consider myself like pansexual or bisexual. Um, like I like gender really isn't like a thing for me. Like I just like if I yeah. really just love somebody, like I it, I love somebody. Yeah. Um, and so in that song, I sort of discuss that. Like I just I talk about like loving a man and a woman and yeah. I feel like um even though I do really love my culture I feel like there are some things that are we're still working on and I feel like yeah. that might have been part of it as well okay. um but so um I just know that with that song it was just kind of difficult to, for it to really thrive in the way that I really wanted it to and so for this song I was like okay um I still want to continue doing what I'm doing. Um but I I did want I did want to make it a little bit more accessible for at least um I guess more English speakers. Um but also cuz I'm also I hi. <laughs> I'm also a speaker like I'm like I'm like literally like I I'm I'm an English speaker. So it's also yeah. for me it's also like the language I primarily write in anyways. Um but I still like I still want to like, I have like a few I literally have just like like a line in there that's in Spanish um yeah. like I still want to throw in like some things in there like I um to make sure like I still stay staying in my lane I'm still doing what I'm doing and like I'm not like compromising like my art um but I think that this is a good like song um for, I think like anybody can enjoy um but I also I say that, but also it might be controversial as well, um, just because I do like have religious imagery in there. And like I compare yeah. myself to like Guadalupe, which is like the Virgin Mary, um, which is like a very um, sacred um, religious mm -hmm. icon to people. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very funny being who I am because I'm like, I'm just trying to appease everybody. Meanwhile, I'm using very sacred imagery <laughs> that people um, will easily, yeah. that will get, um, that people can get easily offended by. So I mean, well, I really yeah. do mean well. Um, I hope I really never try to offend anybody. And I, um, yeah. that's never my intention at all. Um, but, but yeah, yeah I get you. Yes. I <laughs> I, I did I write poetry and I yeah. um I did I did the mistake I wrote a love poem for a boy and oh. he was very <laughs> Christian oh. <laughs> and yeah. I used a religious image in it like uh -huh. um I don't even know what it was <laughs> but like you know it was like like it was a religious image that can also be used in a very casual way like not in a religious Man, yeah like means yeah. but because he's like very christian he like yes. took it as a and he was yeah. so offended by it yeah so i learned from that experience yeah. i i too have learned from experiences yeah <laughs> but, um, but yeah because i i remember i did because for my album like even though it's i'm still in the process of making it um I've like done some, I've already started making like some visuals for it just to just to, like promote it, let people know like what I'm doing. Um, yeah. And uh, I did like a, like a nun photo shoot. Um, and uh, I really loved it. I thought it was so cool. I'm proud <laughs> of like, cause I know like some people 
might like dress up as a nun for Halloween or something like that's uh, not what I was doing yeah I was yeah. like doing this very artistically um I'm not saying dressing up as a nun is bad do whatever you want I'm I don't care um but I just know like I was getting slandered <laughs> on TikTok or um Instagram uh wherever um because of this and I was just yeah. like but I it's think not that deep. <laughs> yeah 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 I think the problem is just because we're like like people are consuming so much content and like fast paced content as well. So then yeah. when they just stumble upon a video and they're not even trying to figure out the context, like that's yeah. sometimes really, really annoying because they, they're just seeing something and think they have to put their opinion on, onto something. They have no idea what it is. Like you, like, as you said, you used it in an artistic manner and they were like, no, no, no. like <laughs> you did not. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah, the entitlement sometimes people have to like just comment anything under your videos, like. Yeah, but I also like even though I'm I'm like I said I'm I I love Gaga I love Madonna honestly like I, all of these I feel like a lot of the people I love have like <laughs> done a lot of like religious like offended so many like religions. Yeah, um, I was well, literally thinking of Madonna, <laughs> but like. I don't know, like, even though yeah. I'm, like, nowhere near them, not trying to compare myself to them, but I, I think about them, and, like, I, like, that's what really, like, gives, makes me feel a bit more um, empowered and confident and not, like, take these comments too seriously. Yeah. Uh, like, I can't imagine, because these are just, like, the comments on like TikTok or like the social media or whatever. Like I can't exactly. like these people were like making music videos that were blasted on television for like the masses to like to, like you know like yeah. I'm not dealing with that. And if I yeah. did, at least I, I'd have like these pe- these predecessors to like look up to, you know. Um, yeah. So I, they, I I think they did that. Like you know I I love the I love the blonde like I love I love the blonde version tour and like. Um, yes the embed of madonna documentary that's just like (laughs) exactly Um, exactly and so it it brings me comfort like seeing these people have done it um and they didn't do it to offend anybody they expressed their art um and that's all i want to do and they've inspired me um and so yeah and i think yeah and i think they wanted they also wanted to like pay like uh like make a path for that if their move you know like um i mean you know it's like always like someone has to start and then if like people repeatedly do it eventually people will be fine with it so yeah it's like yeah it definitely yeah it definitely makes a statement and that's something i want to do i feel like um we're definitely in a weird space politically and socially but i i feel like um just very conservative right now and yeah. like sometimes I just kind of I'm just kind of like why why is this so wrong why are more like I, I don't know like I feel like yeah. um at least with what I'm doing that's sort of what I'm trying to like I don't know share or sort of make people question like why is why is my body so wrong like mm-hmm. even with my um my nun like photo shoot like I wasn't even really showing much skin but like every like a lot of these comments were just like terrified by it or whatever and i'm like but why why is this so wrong or what what is so wrong about sex um or like like i don't know like i I, just all these different things yeah yeah um 
There are and so many, yeah. There are so many things people get off, like offended by, and it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a tough thing. It's a tough yeah. Thing. And, and yeah, nothing, it's, it's, yeah, it's really warnable putting out your art at this. Yeah. This oh, time. for sure, for yeah. sure. And like nothing against religion, and like I, like I, like I, I consider myself, I, I think, like spiritual, and like I, I'd like to think that like, um, I can like create meaning for my life, like in this world, yeah. um, and like, um. I have no problem with people like having like religion or whatever, but I just think it gets yeah. really tough when it becomes like when organized religion becomes like really like more political than it does mm. about like, being like kind, good people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, but anyways, we don't have to talk too much about that. Cause that can be a whole <laughs> other podcast episode. Um, but yeah, so this song um, is just, it really just reflects um, sort of this new girly who she's a girl from Texas, like me, and um, she goes to LA and she becomes a star, an icon. And I take that kind of religiously because she becomes a religious icon, La Rosa de Guadalupe, a Madonna, um, yeah. a, a religious Madonna, uh, like the actual <laughs> religious Madonna. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering because, like, melancholy, like, was English. And, yes. Like, Eng- like in- the English language. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then suddenly when he put out Leo, I was like, oh, like, oh, this is something new. And then you know, it was like, it was so weird. But I, I never like. I never noticed that your name is like also Spanish before yeah. that. So I was like, oh, well, that actually makes sense. <laughs> she also does Spanish songs. So, well, um, yeah. yeah. And that's, so exactly, that's honestly exactly why I did it because like, yeah, I was making alternative pop music and that, cause that's what I, that's what I grew up like loving. Like in middle school, like it was like Marina and the Diamonds. It was Lana Del Rey. It was Charlie mm-hmm. X. Like and and Florence and the Machine. It was Ar- Arctic Monkeys in the nineteen seventy five. It was like all of that. Yeah. And um, that's what I that's what I started making. And I still love that's like still like my genre for sure. Yeah. But I kind of like realized I was like, wait, I'm a Mexican American girl or woman now and i'm feel like i don't really see that in the scene yet and so i was kind of like yeah. how can i incorporate this within the genre i make and so that's why i was kind of like okay let me let me try to blend this in cuz i haven't seen that before yeah. um at least i'm maybe it's out there maybe it's just so underground that i just haven't seen it yet um but i i was like i just i want to make this so yeah i was like and I love- I love the shift. I love the shift. Thank you. I was like, Thank you. hell yeah. I was like supporting you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And yeah. I will say like, I was like, Lana Del Rey sort of has some Spanish in her songs. She's not Latino, but I, I was like, she can, she still kind of represents a little bit. Don't tell anyone I said that. <laughs> but no, um, kind of, yeah. I no, mean, yeah. I get the vibe you would try to. No, yeah. Cause she was like, I remember in middle school, like she had, I would listen to her songs. And so she would have like some like uh, Chicana, like imagery and like stuff like that. 
And I, for when I was, granted, I was in middle school. I didn't know anything. I was like, oh, is she Latina? Like, I was like, wow. Granted, now I know she's yeah. not. But um, but I, stuff like that, I was like, oh, wow. Anyways, um, yeah. but she's also inspired me as well, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I kind of see it. I kind of yeah. see it. <laughs> um, while editing this, I saw. I mean, I knew we met up twice for this interview, and so while editing this, I was like thinking I can put it together. But we actually talk about a lot of good stuff this time and the like next time we've met too. So I spontaneously decided we are going to split this episode in two parts, and so. Thank you for listening to the first part and stay tuned for the second part, which is coming out next week. Bye! This podcast episode... <laughs> Sorry! Okay. I'm not ready. This podcast episode is brought to you by The Cry Lounge. The Cry Lounge is an independent publishing company founded by this podcast host, Bonnie Opson. The Cry Lounge transfers your daydreams onto paper. With two book releases the past two years, they are preparing to extend their service to other authors and other creators. To get more details and support this show, there's a link in the description you can check out. The Cry Lounge looks forward to meeting.